It's the Gentleman's Review. Me hearties, welcome to the Gentleman's Review podcast number 38. That 38 being 23 more than the general consensus has it that there are men on a dead man's chest. Ah, yo ho ho, shiver me timbers, etc. Yeah. How are you guys doing? That's very well, thanks. I'm, think, I'm scared uh, of the pirate now, though. I, I'm, I'm just thinking the general looks on your faces uh, make me suspect you're not aware that today <clears> is the international talk like a pirate day. Is uh, it? Oh. The, yes, yes the look on my face did very much give away the fact that I wasn't aware of that. So we're either meant to be talking like that or possibly in Somali, <laughs> I'm not sure, but uh. I thought what a nice thing to have an international day for. This, I was yeah. looking on their website before we uh, before I came up here, and uh, it just seems to be something that a few people on a little island somewhere have started. <laughs> and it's uh. now a global thing. Well, that's yeah. very nice. There yeah. are far worse things to have international days for. Yes. Yeah, I, I, that small island is actually Britain though, isn't it? Uh, no, no, I think it's, it's some somewhere sort of in the South Pacific. I think. No, we invented mm. it. What piracy? We invented everything. Yes, remember yes, that. that. We invented the world. Yes, everything except for concentration camps and bombs. That's it. I've, I've yeah. just joined the BNP, you see, so that's what we think. We think that <coughs> we invented everything mm. and nothing else. All right, <laughs> nothing other than everything. Nothing other than everything. Yes, all that's, right, that's fair. All right, listen to that. I've got, I've got some men outside who'll beat your fucking knees off if you say no. Uh, that sounds nasty. Does that explain why, your, why your hair has gone ridiculously short? It, it has. Mm. Sh- should I tell the listener why my hair has gone particularly short? Well, you've just joined the BMP, you've told us. Yeah. Yeah. You give us the real reason. I haven't really gone. I thought, I thought you were just getting back into the gay scene. <laughs> no. No, I dropped some tinned of paint on my head. <laughs> it was all gloss-like. <laughs> it was fantastic though it, it, my <clears> hair <throat> and body protected the floor perfectly none, none went on anything else but me that's very clever I just got an image of a hot, sort of Oliver Hardy style thing with you getting successive cans on your head <laughs> <laughs> every time you sort of look up to see if that's, that's the last a, one uh, getting yeah. another one right in the floor it, it just yeah. needed someone to pop a bowler hat on your head on top <laughs> of all the paint afterwards <laughs> uh, well so I, I was going to get my money on either ringworm or scabies or something but oh yeah no. <laughs> the molly <laughs> ringworm Mm. <laughs> you see little ginger patches on you. <laughs> yeah. So how how's you guys' weeks has, has been? Uh, well, uh, apart from the being apart from that, obviously, it's been fine. You know, mm, not too not bad. bad not bad. You know, fairly run of the mill, but nothing yeah. terrible. Not done anything exciting? Um. Um. Oh, I did that thing. Did you? What thing was that? You know, no, th- not the not. The thing that you were saying about yeah, the one thing I can't talk about that that thing. Oh, that oh. was quite exciting. It's a shame you can't tell anyone about that because yeah. yeah. I I yeah. was on literally on the edge of my pants when you were it telling good, me about it? that. It was good. It's uh, subjudicing though, so mm. I can't talk about it now. <clears throat> bah. The most exciting thing I've done in the past fortnight, yeah, was uh, a walk. I did a walk, a charity walk, thirteen miles, starting at midnight. What what that is seems the a bit point much. of that? I'm on point. I mean, I was too late to actually get sponsors for this, mm. and so you you pay, you know, to do it. And they, they will have raised many, many thousands for a good cause. But I just thought, well, considering I'm just handing over eight quid, I could do that and fuck off straight home. Yep. Yeah, I would do And it. the charity would mm. be just as well off. Yeah. yeah. Rather than three and a half hours walking around in the middle of the night. And that is past, very odd. <laughs> past drunks. <laughs> what you really need to do is get uh, a doll made up of yourself on some roller skates. Yeah, and tie it, clip it to the back of someone's That's jeans it, yeah. in front of you. Yeah. It's very puzzling because you know, were you were you single? I would assume you were merely doing this as a, a way into a young lady's knickers. 
<laughs> I don't even I've have done that. stupider things exactly. in order to get yeah. into Fair Nickers. Yeah, but you don't even have that excuse now. Nah. Yeah, well, you know. Be- being allowed to get, I-, I do anything to get into a lady's Snickers. <laughs> you get that? <laughs> uh, do you mean marathon? Uh, yes. But hasn't it been? Uh, what on earth? <laughs> hasn't it been cold? It's been getting colder this week. It has, and I yes. like it. No bad thing. It's been getting properly autumnal. It's getting big, big sort of heavy flappy coat weather, which I like. Mm. Oh, big flap weather. You like that, don't you? Give me another yeah. month, and I'll be able to start wearing my scarf again, and I'll, I'll feel proper. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm th- I'm thinking it's about it's it's not far off when I can get me a nice thick tweed coat out and start wearing that again without getting ridiculously sweaty and overheated. You only stopped wearing that last week though, didn't you? Yeah, well, yeah, it was quite warm last week. We had that sort of Indian summer type thing, Indian as they call it. Summer. <clears throat> mm. oh, it was beautiful, man. Sorry, don't want to pay that to uh, the late Glenn Miller. That's you. You're well under the usable time limit for that. Then, yeah, I think. I think it'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> And that and the fact that no bugger would actually have recognised it from your shameful re- rendition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> you mentioned uh, uh, Tweed. I was amused yes. during the week to read that to <clears throat> the Harris Tweed stores in uh, in New York, and I see yeah. other parts of America mm. have started... Uh, Removing all signs of Scottishness. Yes. From their, their displays and advertising mm, for and everything. For fuck's sake. Now, I don't know what's worse <clears> about <throat> that. The fact that they have to, because yeah. obviously the Americans are wholly in the wrong about this whole thing about returning this, this uh, prisoner. Yeah. Uh, <clears> whose, <throat> whose name, shamefully, I'm going to get wrong. El Mag- Magabi? Maga- Magabi? Something, Something like, like that. that. It's Bubba. Yeah. I do apologise for my lack of knowledge of the current. <clears> it's current Jack Palabar. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, the guy was probably not even guilty in the first place if you actually look at what went on in the trial. Yeah. They, they should have uh, returned and not proven rather than uh, uh, guilty. Uh, and, and it was perfectly understandable to let him go because it's what they've done to every other prisoner who's applied for that kind of compassionate whistle uh, mm. well, yeah. since, since the, they've had their own parliament. <laughs> so yeah. that's fine. So what is worse that the Americans are stupid enough that they will just sort of take a knee-jerk reaction and boycott all things Scottish, or <clears> the fact that they're even more stupid... And will then carry on buying Harry's tweed, which any intelligent person would know yeah. made yeah. in Scotland. <laughs> just if they can't see any signs of little sort of blue and white crossed flags, have they? Have, they, as have they started calling people? it freedom cloth now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the insane thing is, Harry's tweed doesn't have any flags on it anyway. On there's a little orb, little orb to show that it's Harry's tweed. Mm. No, there'll be pictures yes, of like locks and stuff in the window. Yeah, what like the castles and yeah. monsters. Have, have you been watching the documentary about tweed? It's been fantastic. <clears throat> No, I, I forgot to get it off the internet, so I've well, missed the first one I can, at least. I can pray see it for you. In mm. quite, the, the, this cunt, um, <clears throat> essentially, this, this cunt, and Yorkshireman, annoyingly, mm. is, about, is about 18, who's decided that he wanted a bit of a challenge later in life. Uh, so the, there was a problem with the tweed uh, industry in, in, on Harris uh, that wasn't making very much money. Mm-hmm. So he went up there, bought up uh, one of the only mills, mothballed the other three mills that were on the island, mm-hmm. and the, these mills make the uh, actual thread. Yep. That, that could then go out to the crofters who still make them in their in their crofts on like on their in their huts or whatever it is. Um, and they were making eight thousand patterns of diff- of Harris tweed. Mm-hmm. This guy decided to cut it down to four patterns, okay, and then bought up all the cloth in the island and made every fucking piece of cloth into the most horrible jackets you can imagine. <laughs> what a cock! They were, you know, you know, the sort of jackets that your your, your granddad might wear. They didn't have any shape to them. They, were, they only had two buttons. I think my granddad still wears one. Is yeah. he as horrible as that sounds? Is he um, 
rather showing some business acumen by going for the fat American market then, do you think? Well, the thing is, they didn't sell a single one of them. <laughs> in with a, a warehouse full of like 8,000 of these jackets. Hmm. Eventually, he had to close the mill and make all the men redundant. The it, it kind of every all the crofters had to stop weaving because the, he stopped production. That's so, it, so they've been plodding on quite nicely. So, all these weavers uh, were the off driving taxi drivers, moved to the mainland, completely wrecked the entire weaving industry. Really, uh, That's terrible. Then the Americans came over. The, you know, the, these Americans who think they're Scottish still. Mm. Even though it was a great, 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 great grandfather who was a bit Scottish. Yeah. You know, he once ate porridge. And uh, they went over and opened up these three other mills and went into competition with this guy and started to bring back all these patterns. But there were people from, like, Savile Row going up there saying, where's our fucking cloth? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was no cloth coming out of Harris at all, uh, apart from going into this mill and being made into the most ghastly jackets. Fuck, you know. Dear, dear. It makes me slightly ashamed of being from Yorkshire. I know. Yeah, it's all your fault. Now, was it you say you say you got to like the age of eighteen and you just fancied a challenge? Yeah. You sure you didn't get to the age of eighteen and just thought like a lot of old people do, how can I just start really annoying people? <laughs> yeah. And I've got to eighty now, I don't give a fuck. I'm yeah. just gonna piss off as many people as I can. <laughs> I mean, it was they going, Oh, this is the right thing to do. I love that jacket. Because he's seen a jacket exactly the same in In his wardrobe. In his, <laughs> yes, in his, in his wardrobe, yeah. And thought, oh, that's a nice jacket. This is what the exact words. Yeah. That's a nice jacket. I wanna make one of those jackets. <clears throat> So I made eight thousand of them. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> mate. You know, lear- learning a bit, a bit of tailoring and making yourself a jacket is one thing. But saying oh, I like that jacket, I want to make a yeah. fucking factory that makes yeah. them. Essentially, what it was doing is it was doing the beaching thing, cut it down, cut it back. But the problem yeah. is, beaching didn't <clears throat> cut it back, so that there was only one railway going to Margate. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the idea that I mean, he must have had the money to do this. It must have been sort of like eccentric and rich. Yeah, oh yeah, well, it was a multi-multi-multi. Yeah. actually going to sort of somewhere like Venture Capital with that kind of business plan. <laughs> yeah. I've got this jacket that I like. <laughs> yeah. 8,000 of them. <laughs> and then just cut off the supply of Harris Tweed mm. to the rest of the world. <laughs> well, sign us down for a quarter <laughs> million. There you go. I mean, I mean you've seen that. I mean, so some of the footage they used in the first documentary was from the, uh, the Savile Row documentary that they did. Oh, yes, I saw that one. And that was excellent. And it was the one, mm. do you remember the guy going up from the tweed shop to Harris and the guy was yeah. telling him then? That they were cutting down on the patterns and mm. the threads that they couldn't have. Yeah. And uh, was that because of that? Then? Yeah, that was because of that, yeah. That was in progress at the time. Yeah. So they, there was a lovely bit of it where mm. one of the mills opened up uh, their sort of storeroom. Yeah. And there was all this, all thousands of patterns and all these cloth. And it wow. was like fucking striking gold for these tailors and they're up there sort of wetting themselves. Mm. <laughs> Got all this tweed. <laughs> Although there's one cunt wearing plus, plus fours uh, up there. It was a British... It, Hello! I'm, I'm a several-note tailor! <laughs> oh, God, he was embarrassing. Oh, I do like a plus four, though. But <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm, I'm always sort of... You know, I'd like to get something. I think, where would I wear them, really? Yeah, if you're on the golf course, acceptable. Yes. Not just <clears> wandering <throat> around the streets. <laughs> looks silly. Yeah, it's a shame, though. They, they, they are nice. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't get over this. I'm, I'm, I want to go on Dragon's Den now. Yeah, the mankiest old jacket I can find from some charity shop. <laughs> <laughs> Just explain to them what I want to do. Yeah. Do you like my jacket? <laughs> I like my jacket. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> I'm off to the east to buy all the silk up to make into this jacket. I want to make thousands of them. <laughs> Just like this one. <laughs> 
But by the end of it, it was selling these jackets off for about tenner a piece. <laughs> so, yeah, wow. great. You can buy them up in bulk and just take them apart and That's use it, yeah. the tweed for something better. It, yeah. At the end, I mean, it's even though loads of weavers lost their jobs and they've got only a handful now up there, uh, it did kind of save the industry because now, people, a bit like it's been over here with the NHS and, uh, the, <coughs> and the BBC, mm. when other people attack it, the foreigners attack it, yeah. we all d- suddenly appreciate what we've got. Yeah. Realise how precious it really is. Yes. Mm. Oh, nice. Happy ending. Happy yeah. ending. Yes. <laughs> you said happy <laughs> ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look for me for sport. I have no idea what you're laughing at. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, bring the... Uh... Oh, I see. <laughs> bring the tone down incredibly. Well, a lot of people have died in the past fortnight. Yes, they have. Yes. People yes. that I really like as well. <clears throat> yeah. Apart mm. from Patrick Swayze, who I was a bit indifferent to. Nah. I just remember going to the whole of secondary school with, with girls swooning over Patrick Swayze and looking at him thinking, he's just an ugly cunt, isn't he? <laughs> I yeah. never saw <laughs> what, what, what women saw in him. But, I mean, I've <clears> up, I'm, I'm not, gay, I'm not there, a woman, but yeah. he obviously had something I couldn't see. But Well, I've never seen filthy gyrating or spirit. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised because you, you, like me, have a slightly younger than you sister. I'm surprised you've never had that inflicted upon you. Oh, God. You. I mean, my sister was kind of into punk. When yeah, she was I suppose things. she was. Wasn't, yeah, mine wasn't. Mine yeah. was your typical girly girl. That's it. So she, she didn't really like that sort of thing. She, mm. she had one year, I think when she was about <clears throat> 16, 17, when yeah. she was a girly girl. And after that, it, she, she was kind of like, it was, you know, all bloody ripped bondage trousers and uh, dyed hair. Mm. Mm. But, you know, he's passed away and that's sad. Yes. Yes. Yes, that was that was sad. Well, people go to Cannes, so. Yeah. 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 But uh, Keith Floyd as well. Oh, yes, no, that, that is sad. a shame. And he it was, was bizarre. It was because he was only on um, uh, a program. I think it was on Monday, and I think then it was Tuesday. It was released that he died. Yeah. All yeah. oh, right. Um, and it was a interview with him with Keith Allen. Wasn't oh it? yeah, the Cunt Allen. Yeah. Which, which I'd, I've not seen, but I want to try and find. Nice not, I'd not heard of it at all until you just mentioned if it. If it was on this week, it might I'd, be on my box. I'd read the review of it mm. uh, in my, my top quality journal. Yeah. Uh, <clears> and it strangely said then, it said, you know, he's 65, he said he could be 85. You know, he obviously yeah. does look on his last legs. Yeah. And then the day after, yeah. no more. I think I probably would have put him older if but I, I, if yeah, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. When he was making the original Floyd series, thinking about when that was, he must yeah. have been only in his 30s. Yeah. Mm. So it always, seems, it always seemed in his 50s back then, mm. so... But they used to repeat them a lot. I can't remember mm. which channel it was, but it must have been in a, in a period of unemployment of mine. Uh, yeah. So something like uh, five or whatever. They were, they were on all the time. And <coughs> they're just perfectly watchable. Just sit back and, yeah, and great. be entertained. And I mean, I loved... I, I, it was one of my heroes as a kid. I, 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 even as a kid, I liked drinkers. <laughs> I don't... I, it was kind of because uh, one, one of my mm. heroes when I was a kid was my granddad. Mm. And he was a big drinker. I was always incredibly <laughs> impressed that he could drink everybody under the table. <laughs> so um, this guy was oh, I mean Keith Lloyd was it was just the bit when when it was a bit like uh, if you ever watched Play School there was always a bit where they would go to a factory <laughs> mm. and you go hey and uh, in Floyd the bit where you went hey was a bit and they comp- oh god where am I going with it um, I have no idea I'm, I'm curious bit, to find out the bit where you would go hey would be the bit when he'd uh, crack open the bottle of wine yeah. Just like looking round a factory. <laughs> yeah, I was more curious to find when in play school everyone started cracking open the uh, chardonnay. Yeah. <laughs> Your favourite bit was always when Brian Kant unwrapped a bottle of gin. Oh, and <laughs> through the pissed window today. <clears throat> yeah. Right, so this is how you safely put a hole in a piece of paper. You've got a ball of plasticine. No, on, on me, not the plasticine. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> right, now bugger off, back on the plasticine. Over here, Clive. Clive, look over here. <laughs> 
he really should have branched out into the rest of television. Really. Yeah. He did, actually. Didn't he do the Olympics one year? Did he? I think he I was, don't remember do you, that. Well, you remember when... <clears throat> Keith Floyd? Yeah. Do you remember when... Remember they, presenting or competing? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> presenting. Do you remember when they used to get random people from the BBC in, into the studio to present people like... Uh, Barry Norman. Oh, right, When yeah. Barry Norman used to end up presenting the Olympic coverage. No, no, I don't remember that. I don't <laughs> you sure you that. weren't on something funny at the time? <laughs> no, it was <laughs> actually true and it happened. Um, yeah. But also, Keith Floyd did some uh, coverage as well. Yeah. It was as if they just shipped the BBC out to wherever the Olympics were. <laughs> Just go out there, just, you, you know, fuck it. You know. Although I suspect that Barry Norman was the one in was in the London studio, which probably explains why he was there and everybody else was in uh, Calgary or wherever. I think they used to, they used to make people do strange things. Mm. I mean, I remember back in 95, I was listening to a lot of radio because I was in mm. a tent all summer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Gary Lineker, he must have just been <coughs> at the point where Gary Lineker had finished his football career and he'd started working for the BBC. Yeah. And it was on Five Live, but it was on every... Sport apart yeah. from football, he was commentating <laughs> on the tennis and on the golf. It's almost like they're making him do everything before they let him do his own sport. Mm. That's fucking weird. I mean, I mean, the weirdest one was Beryl Reed uh, commenting on uh, Formula One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was odd. A lot of people said that worked. I it had an edge because she was obviously half cut through most of it. I'm an executive. So what was she doing it uh, with Norman Wisdom as well? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like they were bumming each other and stuff. It was good. Yeah, uh. it was more one way she didn't have anything to bum in with. Shit, mm. what is this fucking Collins and Harry Potter? Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we will call- get get your own shtick. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> in, in fact, I want to plug another podcast today. Go on then. I want to plug uh, <laughs> Michael Legg's podcast. It's very good. I've listened to it. What's it called again? Precious Little. Precious Little. It is. You can do this in a proper way because it's almost like it's been set up, but I've no idea what you're on about, so you can tell me. Oh, right. Oh. Essentially. And then inform well, you remember, the I mean, Are you aware of the concept of the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, vaguely. Uh-huh. Okay. Did you remember Mr. Michael Legg, whose show we went to uh, in Edinburgh? King of Everything. It was at the GRV. He gave me a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he was yeah. one of those two people. He was yes, he was one of the two people. He's doing a podcast with another bloke whose name I've forgotten. I do apologise. Um, and it's very good. Go over. It's got a yeah, precious little. Uh, pop it into uh, iTunes. It's there. Just just subscribe to it. Fucking great. And uh, the only reason I was thinking about it is because they were they were <coughs> also talking. We were, we were, t- I was, we were just discussing the the fact that even though our podcast started about the same time as Collins and Heron one. Yeah. Sometimes we drift into the same territory, and sometimes you have to yank yourself off. Sorry, pull yourself back. <laughs> Damn boy. To be fair, though, sometimes they strain to ours. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Fucking plagiarists. <laughs> 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 now, who else? Felix Bonus. You you texted me. Oh, so yeah. Felix Bonus, Felix Bonus. Died. Great, great warm-up man. He used to warm up um, Wogan, as it were. Really? Did <laughs> he? Yeah. Good Lord. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Was he, was he a comic then? I mean, I'd, I'd yeah, he was a stand-up uh, and, and uh, actor. I was I was sort of uh, having a look on IMDb just mm. to see what what he'd done uh, sort of earlier in his career. Yeah, I've yeah. not gone uh, that that far back. But, but yeah, I mean, he we used to I'd do all the warmings up for for the Wogan show mm. that used to be on. Oh, oh nice. That's uh, nice, man. He probably did a load of this stuff as well. In fact, I've got a feeling he used to do telly addicts and stuff like that. What the warming up all? Yeah, after yeah. yeah. Andrew Collins because he was on it. But yeah, not sure. Yeah. Got an image of him sort of spooning Noel backstage, just listening to dang 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 
Not in a not in a sexy way, just in a cuddly way. Uh, all right. I uh, you just have the... to drag things down to the lowest. <laughs> there is no low <clears throat> level here. No, no, I suppose. In fact, I was thinking about the song, you know, New York, New York. Yes. They say people ride in a hole in the ground. Do they? Yeah. Apparently. I'm, I'm not that. I'm not f- clearly not familiar enough. With New that York, song. New York. It's a wonderful town. People yeah. ride in a hole in the ground. Ah. Now there's only one Just way. Just one hole. Yeah. And there, there's only one way you can go in a hole. And that's from the top of it to the bottom of it. Absolutely a very boring ride. Yeah. Or perhaps and quite from the bottom back up to the top. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But yeah, the, yeah, perhaps, yeah, it's a two-way hole. Mm. Oh, the, well, otherwise, you'd just have a big pile of people down the bottom, and eventually yeah. the hole would get full. And they wouldn't be able to ride There'd it. be no more riding there. That, that sounds almost like a medieval funfair. Run up, run up, yeah. ride the hole! Ride the hole. Ah. When was that song written? Uh, last week. <clears throat> well, I'm sure the, the New York metro system must have been far more developed than that. Yeah, unless like he was just, just a hole in the ground, hovering with his yeah. pen just as they were starting. I don't know. That. You don't yeah. think perhaps the uh, writer of the lyrics of that song couldn't tell his ass from a hole in the ground? I think so. And people <laughs> were actually riding in his ass. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> who else? Who else has it been? You texted me about someone else. There was somebody else who died. Uh, oh, there was uh, Ian Cuthbertson. Who Ian died Cuthbertson, on, yeah. He, he died earlier than in the who, uh, month. Yeah, I'm, I'm not bringing him to mind. Who, he? He'd he, he be an actor, he'd be. Yeah, he'd be a lovely <coughs> actor. And he's yeah. one of those people where, without being disrespectful, you probably wouldn't bring his face to mind when you hear his name. Mm. But you then look at what he's done. What's he done? And he's been on fucking everything. <laughs> he did a fantastic Doctor Who episode. He um, did a brilliant... Yeah, he was in um, uh, fucking hell. Key to Time, wasn't he? He was in a, yeah. one of the first, the first ones, ones in Key to that, Time. Yeah. And they played. It was a magnificent part of play. He was also in a, in a Morse, of course. Yeah, he's in one of my favourite Morse, Morses, of yeah. course. In the Morse, of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was in that great one with uh, like Ian McDermott. In a f- fucking fifties mm, musical, musical show. comedy. Yeah. A Morse, of course. A yeah, Morse, of course. Oh blimey! On a horse. And it was it was the um, the Scanner Campbell in in uh, the dubious series uh, Supergram. Oh, oh yes, I get it. Off yeah. of the eighties, yeah. Ah, so that's that's probably the one that would bring your face most to mind. If yeah, you think of yeah. It. yeah. And uh, the only other person I found that who uh, I'd heard of who died this week was a guy called Troy Kennedy Martin. He rings a bell. He was mm, a writer. Now he's writer, writer mm. famous for writing Z cars. Mm. He does right. a lot of BBC writing, but he is also the chap that wrote the Italian Job. Ah. ah. So, you know, hats off to him for doing that. That explains mm. why there was lots Sorely of... Yeah, it's all about the cars, isn't it? It's all about... That explains why Brian Blessed went, You know we're supposed to blow the bloody doors off! But in his voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, then that you would be Devro, aren't you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I do. Shirley Bassey. No, you know, you... You mentioned something to me during the week, and I didn't, I didn't see it, but I'd... Ready yeah. Metro TV listings. There was a program on called something like Ghost Hunting with the Happy Mondays, oh, that was which awesome. struck yeah, me yeah. as such a bizarre concept. Fucking ace! I should have watched it. It was practically the most enjoyable hour of television I've ever watched. Oh, I'm going to have to see how I can find it. <coughs> it was mm. fantastic. You you have the Happy Mondays who are generally not really of this world anyway, mm. uh, and going through very sort of stately homes, <laughs> prisons. Uh, Please tell me they were doing it in a psychedelically painted camper van. <laughs> no, that would have been great. <laughs> Best. Um, the great thing was uh, they're having a seance as they do in these things. And one of them went, 
Hey, oh, do you want some, some brandy? I got this little bottle of brandy on the bucket and shoved it on the table. <laughs> it's nearly finished. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the most sensible, <coughs> down to earth, reasonable human being in that entire thing was Bez. Mm. It was amazing. It was just great. It was kind of like everybody was going into these rooms and screaming. He was putting there going, Right, oh, I'll take a photograph of that. Oh, oh look at that. That thing's swinging around. Yeah, that's probably a ghost. Oh, I've got that something <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah, great. I've got that sorted. I'm off. <clears throat> you know, it was brilliant. Sort of man. But the, the fact at one point they, were, they locked them in various rooms, sort of haunted rooms. Mm. And uh, mm. one, one of the guys, uh, who I'm not particularly familiar with, he's another member of the Mondays, was just every time something happens, going, Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! And next minute, Bez is going, Yeah, you tell him, mate! Yeah! Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off! And next minute, you've ever feel the game, Shut up! Shut up! You know, sort of most Mancunian accent, Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> it was so fucking funny. That sounds brilliant. If you can, if you can torrent it, torrent it, do it. That does sound the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, if, can you if, imagine, though, the conversation <laughs> that went on in whatever, you know, commissioning meeting <laughs> that, yeah. that ended up with that concept? <laughs> it was great. Was that the first thing they thought of? <laughs> Had they gone through loads of other possibilities yeah. first? What sort of discussion do you have to come up with that as your end product? Well, yeah. I was obviously just looking for people who happen to live in Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, it was. It was probably one of my favourite bits of television. Seek it out. Seek <clears throat> out the television. Ooh. And on the subject of top telly, we've got a new series of Peep Show that has started. Yesterday, I found out. Yeah, I missed it. Yes. I've recorded the first one, so I'll have to uh, watch it tonight. I shall find out. I know Channel 4 are showing them. They have a mm-hmm. little watch again feature themselves, so mm. I might have a look at it on that. And I, I, I did read as well that the, the um, seventh, this is the sixth series of Peep Show, the seventh yeah. one has been commissioned as well. So yeah, wow. Least. Another five. To look at <laughs> Sorry, I'm. <laughs> it's welling up. It's <laughs> so emotional about it's, that it's whole thing. It's un- uncommon for them to be so keen to commission stuff that isn't unutterable shit. Yeah, brace yourself. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> My family has been given two more series. <laughs> My fucking family. Jesus. <sighs> it is. It, that is just a travesty. It's, it's only a Dave Lee travesty. Is watching that? for the blat. Yeah. That is the best thing I can say about it. <laughs> Robert Lindsay. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what is this fucking hot fuss? <laughs> Tom was inventing some kind of anthropomorphic animal character for the podcast. <laughs> no, Martin Martin was nearly right. I, I was nearly what, about to say What's that, Timmy? No. <laughs> no, it's, it's the very embarrassing uh, way that I speak to my my beloved girlfriend. Oh, that's nauseating. I, I, I went into without thinking was trying to drag myself <laughs> out of uh, mm, right, uh, okay. didn't quite pull it off sorry yeah would anyone mind if I did a little sick in my mouth it's no, alright because right. Martin can edit that embarrassing bit out <laughs> I'm just going to actually boost the volume on that bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think you should just loop that for <laughs> yeah. 45 minutes just cull the 15 me- best minutes from the rest of it and just have that over and over again <laughs> uh, in the brains <laughs> oh my Oh, dear. <clears throat> Have you guys thought of anything this week that you wanted oh, to discuss? Oh, I tell you. What, what? Well, yes, that's the idea. That's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I was foolishly, I didn't interpret that as a handover to me. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't oh, I, I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> pointing at me. I, 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 real, I just realised that on over a few podcasts I've dominated, you know, like a, uh, and I, I thought, you know, I'll, I'll hand over now to Andy. <laughs> I'll hand over by making it sound like I'm just about to say something. <laughs> so, yeah, that thing I was watching the other night. Yeah. Andy. Bit, ah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what I've I've in, uh, seen seen rather that sort of piqued my interest was this uh, this thing you do dad with your Kanye West at oh, the awards. Oh yeah, what a complete tool! What a cunt and a half that is. Him, uh, what was her name? Taylor Swift was it? Who I believe is some kind of yes. musical popsy. Not a nice lady, <clears throat> perfectly nice, but yeah, D- does the old country and music stuff? Is it country and music? Country is that and music. Going? Country yeah. and music. Yes, yeah. I believe that's she what does it's music called nowadays. Does yeah. the whole country? She, she, <laughs> she plows a field. And, and scatters the good her seed music on the ground. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. But yes, jumping up during her the awards acceptance doodad. Yeah, and generally making a complete tool of himself by the looks of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there there are ways of interrupting things. I mean, you know, obviously, your Jarvis jumping up in front yeah. of Michael Jackson doing a performance was genuinely satirical and funny. Yeah, and <laughs> appropriate. Yeah, but that was just a bit crass. That that was more yeah. Um, yeah, Carolina Hearn abusing Nigel uh, Hawthorne. Oh, yes, <coughs> yes, that was, yeah, that was shameful. Utterly shameful, yes. shameful. Absolutely. Yeah, cunt but, and a half. That means that, that cunt and a half, that means like two flaps and one extra flap as well. Yes. But I was quite amused how then apparently uh, your, your Obama later yeah. on in the week was caught uh, on, on recording calling him a jackass <laughs> for doing it, which is quite nice. I, I like it when the president <laughs> actually starts insulting people on yeah the, uh, but he, he pitched it quite well because yeah. i think if he'd have said what a cunt it would have <laughs> it would have caused too much outrage I would, and I'll... nothing constructive would have come on it but and if it had been to if it had called what a silly billy then people would just laughed yeah. at him but i would calling have liked... him a jackass i yeah. think pitched it just right i would have liked him to, to have called him a cunt though because on the papers <laughs> it would have been the cunt that occurred around the world <laughs> i would have liked to have seen that <laughs> Uh, no, I'd, I'd read that uh, Obama had said this, this jackass thing about someone. I mm. thought they were talking about the guy who'd stood up in one of their houses of, of Congress or representatives or whatever they had yeah. over there, who'd sort of um, heckled while someone yeah. was making a speech and mm. said something like, liar, or something, yeah, something <laughs> and was then generally sort of panned by, by everyone else in the place, regardless of their, their political bias. Mm. Uh, and I just thought, what a weird difference it is between, <laughs> yeah. between the sort of PMQs over here. <laughs> and, you know, they're sort of polite listening to these speeches in America. Oh, it is weird. Yeah, P- perhaps when he shouted lie, though, he was just calling for his musical instrument so he could uh, serenade the entire chamber. Oh, maybe. That's very old school of him. Yeah. He's not down with the kids, is he? No. <coughs> they're not, you know, he's not really down with the homies. Yeah. Uh, I'd say he probably he goes out in his constituency and all the young kids are shouting at him, Hey, Grandad, turn the boiler off. <laughs> 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 oh god, there's going to have to be some explanation, isn't it? It's a shame that we are the only three people who actually know why that what even slightly amusing to us. <laughs> I'd offer an explanation, but I don't seem to be able to get my shit together enough to do it. I don't. I think we should leave it. I don't think we should ever explain that. I think we we'll just. That's it. That, that we'll just leave it there. No, I, I concur. Yeah. yeah. Just for us. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. Now to cover this embarrassing corpse. <coughs> <thing>. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that uh, 
did amuse me this week uh, in the Star Wars that they found this list. Mm. Uh, I, I assume they, they've sort of a month or so on still trawling <coughs> through Michael mm. Jackson's mansion <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, coming across things and they found this list list of his, <coughs> his feared enemies yeah, or people that he feared were out to get him uh, right <laughs> top of this list is Yuri Geller the guy who supposedly best mates oh with him oh my yeah. god how nice is that I think you should <coughs> bend all my spoons I'd like to oh. think that he's always thought that about him. So Gillers always yeah. thought they were really good mates, and yet he's always just been so making him really he's nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <get me. laughs> Where's this guy? Oh god, that's a bit how, how embarrassing! Now. After after like you know pimping yourself afterwards as being like his bezzy mate and giving yeah. all the sound bites and stuff to to then have that come up. Oh god, was the <clears> next <throat> one uh, Elizabeth Taylor? Yeah. Number three was Bubbles. Gonna give me cancer. No, it's actually it's got. It's, 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 I don't know whether this is a, an accurate reproduction because it's got this little scrolly list without to get me at the top. <laughs> Number one was Yuri Geller. Number two, Mariah's Carey's ex. Three, <laughs> Gavin's mum. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like something you might find in a fourteen-year-old's blazer pocket. <laughs> yeah. Number four, District Attorney. <laughs> <laughs> No well, shit, Michael. <laughs> well, he was. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the only only actual one. <clears throat> Oh my giddy hand. So, so he, he was just oh, fucking nuts then, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So how long do you think it's gonna be before they get to that part of the mansion where they find the secret switch that leads them down to the room with all the kiddies in? <laughs> the, the boy room. <clears throat> the Jesus room. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Will they get there before they run out of food and ex <laughs> and or <laughs> the air? An or, or, or is it a mine? Is or, it a secret or, mine? Yeah. Or or even oxygen <laughs> or air, if I could decide one way or another on one of those words. Well, kind of mm. oxygen has yeah. is in air to a certain degree, uh, isn't it? Yeah, but but really, if I'm going to say it, I need to I need to settle on one or other of the words. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it could it could have been like a secret mine, like in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, I do think he had them all mining for something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It'd be weird. Uh, <clears throat> mining for more monkeys. Monkeys. Yeah, chimps or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we found a seam of chimps. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think you have to refine it? Do they dig them out? Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. So unprofessional. <laughs> we haven't been drinking either. We're just, know, just, <laughs> we're just drinking <laughs> fucking tea. I've had too much caffeine this morning, I think. I just wondered if they... Dig them out as girtless, pop them in the top, and it refines them. <laughs> it refines them in time. <laughs> 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 oh, <fucking laughs> uh, Into two chimps. Yeah. Oh, I got my face into <sighs> <too> one. <laughs> oh. <coughs> I know what's in it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Ah, no, we're obviously enjoying ourselves far too much, so I'll bring Martin down by reminding him that uh, I found out this week that Richard Curtis is going to be writing for the new series of Who. Oh, fucking fuck. Dear God, fucking why? And, <coughs> because he's a good writer. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, why? Sorry, I'm, I haven't done this since we, we first started, but please just brace yourself. Cunty, 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 Thank you. Now I've got it out of my system. Can't. Richard Case is a perfectly good writer. <clears throat> and yeah. he's been he's been it's script edited shit. by Moffat anyway. So well, yeah, I mean, he'll be able to take all the fucking shit out. 
Um, but yeah, yeah well, I'm it's going to be a very short episode. <laughs> <Yes>. I'm excited. <laughs> Doctor Pease and Charles <clears throat> goes, "Ooh, you two are Cause, wrong." Because ooh, wrong, cranky, wrong, ooh, wrong, wrong. Ooh, look at that. Cranky. Really, really. Yes, we I will bet. see, won't we? I've never seen anything Richard Curtis has written that I've not enjoyed. Yeah. So there. <clears throat> it's going to be another love and monsters. Mm-hmm. But it's a historical one. It's a historical yeah. one with a, with a major historical character in it, and uh, a monster Hitler. of some sort. Ooh, ooh. Hitler. That'd be good. Oh yeah, no, that would be good. Yeah. How do you get to play Hitler these days? <coughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's gone now, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Hitler. Hitler's gone <laughs> for many, many decades. No, so been gone, yeah. no, I was, I was Nobody's really gone now. I was thinking Michael Sheard has, has gone. Like yeah, gone. Michael Sheard. <coughs> he's gone. It would be very yeah. good. Yeah, he was always just standing for Hitler. Who'd do it now? Um, I mean, Richard Herring probably could if he could get his uh, moustache grown again in time. He yeah. could, but I don't know. I don't, you don't, I don't know whether you'd persuade him to mm. cut his hair because he'd probably not be able to get away with his no, back. No, that's it, yeah. <laughs> he'd have to go for it fully no. shaved, wouldn't he? Ken, Ken Stott played Hitler once. Uh, did he? Yeah, he played it in that thing that they did on ITV all about Hitler. I didn't see that. He played a Scottish Hitler. Yeah, interesting. He plays all the weird people. You! Hey, you! Hitler, yeah. Tony that was that was very good. <laughs> I, it was like I was in early nineteen forties <laughs> Berlin. Yeah. Jeez. Get in the van. I don't. It's times like this that I really don't know why your show business career hasn't <laughs> taken off more than it has. I don't know. It's it's just it's the fucking. I've got enemies everywhere. Yeah, clearly. They're you need them. to write up some kind of out to get me list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Simon Cowell's been whining like a little girl that the BBC have scheduled um, Strictly Come Dancing opposite the X Factor. Oh, I did. I did see a little oh, bit of that on the BBC. If, yeah. if he had any nuts, he'd just say, <clears throat> ah, "Fuck them. Our show's better. People will watch us." Yeah, I mean, I don't watch either. So after, after I'm one all week right. of it, hmm. I don't know whether the X Factors actually started last week. I know Strictly did. Uh, X Factor started about three, four weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, have they already taken a hit? <laughs> and that's I why don't know. Maybe. Because like, <laughs> now he's trying to get LTV <clears throat> to re. Well, I, I think the problem is that they've they've changed the format of the X Factor and uh, broken it. Yeah, because mm. I, I used to tune in for the first <clears throat> bit of the X Factor where you had all the mad people. Mm. That was great, but they, they've now made the first bit uh, like uh, Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, so they all they're all in the theatre, and the people come on, and they've got like no. votey buttons, aren't they? Yeah. or do you can like wave them to stop yeah. or something so, like that. Uh, and it's not oh, never it's yeah. never as good. <clears throat> it was much better when they, we do, we just brought into a room yeah. with uh, various you know, uh, you know other people and and humiliated, and I could have a good laugh then. I I was thinking it was the same thing. I and not watching what? not watching ITV like yeah. I do. Uh, I, what do you, do you not know these things? Come on, Granddad, well, turn the, the boiler off. <laughs> From when it started, I mean, what was the first one they did? Was it Pop Idol? Uh, yeah, Pop Idol, yeah. Pop Idol was yeah. first. So from Pop Idol <coughs> to Britain's Got Talent, they're all, everything in between there, they're all one show in my yeah. head. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all the... just something Simon Cowell is involved with that I don't watch. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Britain has some small discernible talent <laughs> that, that basically just was the auditions phase from both those other shows. Yeah. Uh, they, did, they obviously realise people like that. So <coughs> now they cut it out. That we, we don't see the mad people coming on anymore. No, well, you still get the sort of mad people, but it's not the same with no. them being on stage in front no. of a huge audience and stuff. It's, it's just, yeah. It's rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish. So, uh, I, I, so I, even I, who only watch those bits, have stopped watching those bits. So where their, their audience is going, I don't know. But yeah, there was lots of complaints that the BBC shouldn't be scheduling programmes against ITV programmes because they're having such a bad time of yeah, it at the moment. Poor, poor little baby. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I remember a time when the B- ITV was far stronger than mm. the BBC, and Aye. they were buying all the sports events up and shit like that. Yeah, I really hope that, that they do 
reschedule because mm. it would just like the BBC just sort of saying, "No, we're fucking doing this." Yeah. yeah. You don't like it, sort it. Although uh, I was on Twitter last night and people aren't liking Simply Come Sideways. No celebrities in it this year. Is it, is it a poor selection of peeps? Apparently, <coughs> I've not seen it. So I don't think it's any, any worse than usual. No, I didn't. I've, I've, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of many. It's a general selection the... of all the celebrities, younger celebrities, mm. sports yeah. people, and folk off of EastEnders. Mm. I, mean, I think the, the problem is, I think a lot, a lot of people, including the, in the world of the Twitter, and, and uh, are just getting bored of all these fucking shows. Well, I suppose that's always the risk. If they're getting bored of them, they should just say, I'm bored of this now, rather than trying to come up with other reasons why (laughs) they don't like it. It's just relentless. Every other month there's a new show starting, whether it's uh, Simply Come Sideways or Sexy Factors or Britain Has Some Small Discernible Talent. I wasn't happy um, the other day they got rid of the the female panel-y, judgy thing. Strictly come oh, you're Arlene ER. Phillips, yeah, lady. I, you know, <coughs> saucy older woman. But the point is, she obviously knew <laughs> about dancing and choreography. It does. It does seem an odd Replacing choice her with to, someone to who has no history of it, other than yeah. being on that show and winning. Yeah, to replace someone who has spent years and years working as a choreography person, and because you know, call me old-fashioned, but I want someone judging <coughs> them that actually knows the subject. Yeah. Oh, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> How very quaint. Yeah. Now, that's, actually, that's not how it works these days. I was a little embarrassed um, watching well, a programme a few weeks ago because yeah. I, I'd seen uh, the you know Strictly Come Dancing and yeah. uh, Britain's Got Talent and X Factor mm. as being sort of continuations of the reality show trend that started in about the mid nineties when you yeah. had things well yeah. late nineties when you had things like um, Driving School. Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah. And it was after <coughs> that, reality, 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 and Big Brother and other things and the cruise yeah. and blah blah blah. There was a wonderful program as part of a series that Clive Anson's been doing, mm. which is um, oh god, yeah, it's been on, it's sort of like sort of cheaply put together yeah. clip show, effectively. But it was on the yeah. history of mm. uh, talent shows, mm. so it was showing stuff from like going back to the fifties, and it's just exactly the same. Yeah. It is just you know people making asses of themselves. You've got people looking at them, commenting on them, judging them. There's always got to be one nice one, one nasty one. I just thought, how how didn't I see? <laughs> but what you've got in these programmes now is just the same as when I was watching Nina Mishkoff on uh, New oh, Faces yeah. in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Nina Mishkow. It is identical. Name. How yeah. stupid have I been? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> of course, that's why it's working, because it's worked for fucking decades. Yep, New Faces. <laughs> but it is, people will always like something where they can sit down and feel smugly superior to other people. Well, that's, that's why How Clean Is Your House works. Yeah. Exactly. They'd be fucking around with that format as well, which I'm not not too happy about. Yeah. Although, have they? Yeah. It could be, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Because regardless of how shitty your house is, chances are it's not going to be quite as shitty no. as the ones on that. So you can think, oh, yeah, I'm like a domestic goddess compared to these people. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Looking at that programme, though, it still didn't explain why anybody ever liked Huey Green. Because he's the creepiest fucker I've ever seen on telly. Yeah, oh. I, heard, I, I heard lots of people not like him. My mum didn't like him. And I know mm. my grandma didn't like him. I just thought it was a nasty I, I mean, I admit that there were very few channels back then. There were probably only two to go at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>, seriously. <laughs> Plenty of people watched him. Yeah. But, oh, my God, he's looking at <clears throat> Give the creeps. He's a weird Canadian, wasn't he? Was he Canadian? Yes, he was Canadian, wasn't he? Oh, he was bloody odd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. Talking to Simon Cowell, I noticed a few weeks back there was a, a bit in one of the dubious red top tabloids ah. yes. um, on the front page and I, I, I read the, the article and I also then read the inside uh, bit and I couldn't figure out where they were coming from mm. because the headline I'd have to sort of paraphrase it but it was something like you know Cowell says Beatles would never have worked or 
it, it, it was basically him saying, it was a, yeah. a, a plug, I think, for the new series, yeah. right. but it was him saying that if the Beatles had been on something like X Factor, hmm. they wouldn't have got his recommendation. They wouldn't have got past his yeah. vote yeah. on the grounds that they would have had to have ditched Ringo. So the other three were fine, but I wasn't happy with Ringo, and so if I'd have had the choice, they wouldn't have got any further. And then in, in the same article, even, yeah. though, even though they were bigging him up as, as being sort of, because they always sort of yeah. big him up quite a bit. Yeah. They then mentioned that he was the same person that at one point turned down the Spice Girls because <laughs> yeah. he obviously didn't think that they had yeah. anything going for mm. them either. But, was, but wasn't Ringo mm. the drummer? Yes. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I'm not very good with the Beatles. Yeah. But yeah, so, so really, why would you just... Uh, how come the drummer wasn't very good? I mean... Well, they probably just didn't like the look of him. They thought he wasn't quite yeah. handsome enough. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I've listened to some Beatles. important for, for you know, a drummer. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've listened to some Beatles tracks and said, I'm not... The first thing that sprung out is, oh, God, those, those drums are shit. I don't, I don't think he was criticising yeah. his drumming. I no. it was more just how he looked. <laughs> yeah, right. That is I mean, just yeah, the whole article, they, they could have just sort of put in big letters, twat opens mouth. Yeah. And yeah. it would have got the same effect. Well, yeah, he obviously just has to come mm. out with whatever is slightly uh, controversial before. I'm amazing he didn't, didn't say something like, I like cancer, say Simon Cowell. Yeah. You like cancer? <laughs> would be the outcry from the masses. Ah, right, I'm glad you explained what that <laughs> second bit was. Yes. Like that. that was a massive yeah. outcry, was it? It was. Yeah. <laughs> I could work on radio, I could. Uh, in the BBC Masses outcry department. Please. <laughs> I could. Uh, I've worked I'm in very that. cheap. Oh, yeah. You've got on BBC, you know, you're coming back. You know, I'll do it for a fiver and a pan job. Hmm. So well, was that you'd give one to the person who'd yeah, commissioned it? Yeah, anybody, it. anybody, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were saying something about Jordan. Oh. You, you were muttering to yourself about Jordan when we came in. Was there a reason behind that? Fucking, fucking Jordan. Fucking Jordan. Fucking, fucking Katie. Fucking Price Jordan. Fucking fucker. Um, it was, I was watching uh, Channel 5 the other night. So, hang, hang on. I, I couldn't tell. Do you like her or not? No. Right. So yeah, I, I was watching um, Channel Five the other night. Well, I say more like just turned over to it and uh, happened on a program called Live from Studio Five, which uh-huh. is presented by Ian Wright and Melinda Messenger. Do you remember her? I do remember her. Yeah, yes. and some Off of the telly. Yeah, and there was some other bird there who looked equally as vacuous as all three of the fucking cunts. And there was sort of sat there, and, and then it's been, I thought the cunt level had got to such a degree yeah. that it wouldn't be able to become any more cuntier. And then fucking Jordan walks into there as their guest. And it starts, and it starts whinging on about her fucking former cunting husband, that that twat, that fucking whatever he's called, Peter Andre, Andre, mm. uh, and uh, saying that oh she came, he came round in a car and he had a new girlfriend with him, and, and she just talks like that. She's from the north, and yeah. um, and and it was just shit. And talking about her new book, which was spilling the beans and the secrets, and it's oh it was so. Sordid and squalid. That does sound quite awful. And the worst thing was, they were all kind of mates together in this pathetic, dreadful little world in which they exist. This world in which they they have nothing to contribute to the human race but more tittle tattle and shit and their mm. tits. <laughs> Sorry, I've got that off my chest now. Sorry. Are you feeling better now? I'm love? feeling better now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, doctor. <sighs> well, I have to agree. She, she is just one of the biggest wastes of space. Yeah. Yeah. That I can imagine. Yeah. So there's absolutely no excuse for her whatsoever. Mm, no. And she's never done anything. No. Apart from get big tits. Mm. No. And, I mean, Which really doesn't set her out 
particularly anything much, does it? Yeah, yeah. Well, like she's the only person that's managed that even. Hmm. The more I look at how pointless and talentless she actually is, mm. the more I begrudgingly admire the fact that she, you know, is very wealthy. Yeah, yeah. But oh, she's just wrong. Yeah, I mean, she she's terribly. Just, I say, I feel soiled. Aww. I feel soiled after watching stuff like that. I I feel the same way as if when I watch those uh, cop programs where they like they please stop cop action mm. things. I feel a bit so- soiled and sordid that I've had to sit there and watch some real scrotes burgling shops. <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's the like, car chasey ones are good though. They're not, they're not too bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, when you got many helicopters going, you're so I was proceeding in my helicopter uh, through the sky. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> below I I saw some men in cars doing <clears throat> something naughty. So I, I, I went over, and uh, then I, I, I have got my night Park, vision camera. Parked helicopter. Parked my helicopter yeah. in the sky and parachuted down and got them. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. But yeah, the in-town-with-the-scropes ones are a bit nah, so yeah, grubby. Because you have to see them. Yeah, you exactly. You don't want to see them. You don't see them, just go into town. Yeah, I, t- I see uh, uh, some, some killjoy-type person has said that children under five shouldn't be allowed to poke things in petting zoos these days. Really? Yeah, so he says, because of all the E. coli. Oh, right. So I, don't, I don't know whether the implication is that small children go into petting zoos and lick the animals. Yeah, but... I mean, I've been to petting <clears throat> zoos and uh, never caught anything. Yeah, but they're, they're fun. I used to like, you know, going to the mm. zoo when I was little, because I went to school only about ten minutes down the mm. road from, uh, well, what is now Chesington World of Adventures and what yeah. was back then Chesington Zoo. Oh, so yes. it wouldn't be that uncommon for us to have a school trip to the zoo and, yeah, it'd be nice the bit where you could, like, stroke the goats and the rabbits and it? stuff. It was fun! Providing, fun! Providing you wear a condom, you're absolutely <clears throat> fine. Yeah, obviously. I mean, they did all spray us with bleach in our yeah. eyes and everything and all did, up our orifices afterwards to make sure we were clean and dipped us, yeah. yeah. But that's that's a small price to pay for fun. Yeah. But yeah. But along these lines, what what also made me uh, sort of made me want to talk about this was whenever something like this comes along, because by the sounds of it, he is sort of you know a scientist who does government work. But I don't think he's necessarily a policy setter. He just makes suggestions. It's a red setter. But the way whenever any of these uh, people that make scientific suggestions about stuff suggest something, it Mm. then instantly gets it into the news as though the government is definitely, definitely going to do it. So it goes from it goes from scientists suggests that under fives probably shouldn't be petting animals in case they catch stuff and suddenly instantly becomes outrage as government declares it illegal for five-year-olds to go to the zoo <laughs> and people just don't seem to see the difference behind it any any suggestion like that it's suddenly oh so they're going to make this illegal now are they oh yeah it's just a difference between recommendation and actual policy yeah I think, no the government's probably not going to do anything about it at all it's just <laughs> someone giving their opinion if a five-year-old touches an animal that five-year-old's <laughs> yeah. hand will be yeah. removed so it can't touch some other child yeah. with it. And their parents will be shot in the fucking face and hung up by their necks as an example to <laughs> others. And their knackers. Although, to be fair, that's probably no bad thing. No. Yeah. I'm going to recommend to the government that they ban Christmas. Do you think that'll get into the papers? Well, go- what Are you telling me that the government has already said it's going to ban Christmas yeah. in a bid to appease Wiccans? Yes. <laughs> That's it's a fucking disgrace. How do they this this terrible unelected government <laughs> banning Christmas? <laughs> yep, that's it. They're, 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 as, a, as a sop, it's political to illegal immigrants. Around. Absolutely. Oh, oh, it makes my all, boil. All, all those nignogs and wiggywags, you know, coming over here taking is, all our words. Oh, that is disgraceful. That is um, 
I was standing mm. in my kitchen this morning, and I was thinking, kitchen. I was thinking, green, okay, yeah. white, yeah, but orange, not right at all. And then thought, there's probably better ways of deciding whether it's time to clean a pan as to what colour the mould is yes. on the stuff yeah. inside. <clears throat> I'm sure there must be something you can do with that mould. I don't know, perhaps rub it on an elk or something. Oh, possibly. Yeah. Is that nice? Apparently nice, yeah. Mm. Doing good. Still, I mean, as, as we discovered back back in the day when uh, me and you shared a house, that if you do leave things long enough, eventually the mould eats all the stuff yes. in the pots and pans, uh, dies, turns to brown dust, which you can then just shake <laughs> yeah, out and wipe with a damp cloth. Yes, that is, <laughs> those souffle dishes in the, in the cellar. That, I yeah. <laughs> that is the most impressed I've ever been by my own... Just, <laughs> <laughs> how long? How long had those? Uh, there's an explanation to the listener. We'd had a chocolate mousse party, and decided in an effort to try and pull <clears throat> the ladies. Yes, which actually worked for me. I got a girlfriend out of it. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, well. um, but yeah, well, still a fifty percent hit rate. It's not bad, I suppose. Because yeah, all ladies like mousse. chocolate mousse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we could. There, there was some big bowls <laughs> half filled with mousse, and we couldn't really be asked cleaning them, so we just stuck them in the cellar. For how long was it? Was it about Months. a year and a half? Well, no. To, to be fair, first they went <clears> in one of the kitchen cupboards. Oh, yeah. doing a quick tidy when said girlfriend was coming round to visit. Yeah. <laughs> so they spent a couple of months in the cupboard, and then when I couldn't be asked cleaning them because they just looked too hazardous. Yeah, they'd gone a bit nasty by <laughs> yeah, that point. That's it, so yeah. they put some marigolds on and held them at arm's length and took them down to the cellar. Yeah. Just covered them up with some old pizza boxes yeah. so I didn't have to think about them. But yeah, as as if by magic, we looked at them about a year later, yeah. and there was just a sort of thin layer of sort of yeah. grey brown dust that fell out and disappeared. <laughs> I remember because I think I discovered them. Yeah, you might have done because yes, you, you were our sort of unofficial cleaner, weren't you? <laughs> I was, yes. <coughs> Uh, I think I think I did spot them while I, whilst I was being wanked <coughs> up in your cellar that time as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, you are you are the most stereotypical gay man in the world. You were getting. <laughs> inappropriately tossed off in our cellar <laughs> and then stopped to think, ooh, look at the filth in here. <laughs> yep, that was it. <laughs> and, and flick a dust around a bit. Yeah. It wasn't a duster. Oh, well. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, I, I, I feel dirty just at the thought of that story now. Oh, <laughs> we did when, going further back... I'm suggesting we've just had a succession of houses that we've lived in together where it's been absolutely grim as hell. But <laughs> oh, no, when no. We <laughs> yeah. When we were at university and we had that chicken carcass. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Which, which sort of we, we uncovered because <laughs> it was under a pile of plates and we yeah. sort of found it. Well, this is, I think, didn't we both independently assume that the other had thrown it away when we couldn't see it anymore? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And after a few weeks, it was eventually sort of... Uh, yeah, green and furry. Exhumed. Mm. It was the same week that all three of us in the house went down with some mystery bug as well. Yeah, <laughs> I I can't believe there's any kind of connection there. No, I mean that's just that's ridiculous. Yeah, thought. yeah. I mean, I, my, my memory was sharing a house with you, Andy. Andy seems to share a house with a lot of people, by the way. Yes, um, I'm very gregarious like that's that. It. And uh, one day Tom came around and and uh, told me not to look in the dustbin outside, and and uh, and I did, and I wish I hadn't. Uh, because the dustbin was actually making a noise, and, and dustbins aren't supposed to make a noise. <laughs> no, uh, and in the dustbin there were two pizza boxes which were just chucked in there, and it was quite a warm summer that year. Uh, and in the pizza boxes were just thousands of maggots. Uh, but it's it's the bloody bin. Where That's else it, are you yeah. supposed to put waste? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, I, probably in the bin bag, and we, <clears throat> we just dumped them in the bin. And of course yeah, the bin, we may have been a bit lazy in the that bin regard. Guys, <laughs> the bin bag was just on the floor uh, mm. without anything in it. You know, it was just <laughs> empty. Uh, so they're not emptied it for a while, and uh, I ended up having to sort of. If you if you're eating now, please uh, 
Carry uh, on. Put your sandwich down. Um, I uh, go and make I, yourself something with rice. I had to and ca- wiggle it around. I had to kill uh, the, the maggots and, and uh, clean the bin out. So it's, I, I took the boxes out first, and then I poured boiling water into the bin with some disinfectant in it. You could hear them squeal and and and, <laughs> and all, pop. And the smell came rising up, and it, it was just a disinfectant and maggot soup I'd made. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, which might might taste like one of those uh, Campbell's ones you can get. Mm. Put the gamey one. I, I believe it's something Heston Blumenthal does in his restaurant now. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then and then had to pour them down the, the uh, sort of storm drain outside. But sadly, as I was doing this, people were walking up the road, and I was pouring it, and these maggots were just washing down the road, <laughs> and it was quite the grimmest thing I've ever seen. You're standing there <laughs> screaming, "Run, my pretties!" <laughs> Kill them all! <laughs> oh dear. I think go, one, of the, one of the most embarrassing for me was uh, fairly recently. <clears throat> when um, is this a house I didn't live in? Yes, it's a house you didn't live in. Hey. So uh, <laughs> and when your when your girlfriend sort of uh, says, ah, "There's something something rank in your fridge," I recognise the smell from work. And your girlfriend is a pathologist. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know it's time to we'll have a clear out. Oh <laughs> my giddy aunt. Oh, that is, that is scary. <laughs> Had she discovered that prostitute's head? <laughs> oh, that's in the freezer. I, no. oh, oh, yeah, I'll be uh, saving a bit of that for later. She was delicious, oh. her story. Yeah. yeah, keep well in the freezer. Yeah, hmm. uh, I, I got a long-running gripe. Um, oh, to, to move off that subject swiftly <laughs> <laughs> about how um, uh, New Labour st- still to this day seem to be in some sort of denial. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, about the fact that they've managed to fuck everything up, <laughs> and and they still think they're far better than the Tories were. Yeah. There's this list apparently uh, published recently by some. Is it Harriet Harman who's who's sort of like head of women's things? Oh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. And it was uh, <coughs> it was a, a list of sort of women uh, women in power milestones from mm-hmm. sort of the early twentieth uh, century onwards. So you had the first woman MP, and it was going all the way through, yeah. and all all these sort of milestones that it listed like first woman TUC leader or whatever it was it had their names and it's conspicuously in 1979 it had first woman prime minister no name at all more <laughs> <laughs> than a few years yeah. 1987 first black woman MP Diane Abbott and so, yeah. and so they, they published this it's either colossal <laughs> oversight or incredible <laughs> stupidity because of course this has suddenly leapt on <laughs> yeah. people saying so I see you're denying that Thatcher ever existed you, you know, you, is it political reasons you're not mentioning this <laughs> and uh, I just thought how how sort of stupid were they to do that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's like charming in a way that they still sort of think, you know, that, that, that even though they prove they can fuck stuff up just as badly, yeah. mm. that there's still much resentment still for Thatcher and what she did because they don't even care about it that much <clears> anymore. But. Perhaps somebody got a bit confused and put Disraeli down and then they had to get that rid of that and, uh, and they yeah. forgot to put her in then. Yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose it would be an easy mistake to well, make. Perhaps it was just a very young person who never heard of Margaret Thatcher. Maybe, yeah. Mm. I suppose, yeah. We're old fuckers now, aren't we? So it's not, yeah. it's not um, impossible. For that Some sort of work case. experience kid coming. Oh, who is this Margaret Thatcher? Must be wrong. He's never been a woman prime minister. <laughs> there was um, uh, a soap opera in America. It's just ended. This has been on yes. for seventy-two yeah. years. I forgot what it's no. called. Yes. It did say it originally started on radio. It did, yeah. And it was actually one of the original soap uh, advertising operas. Oh, what was it then? What's, uh, what's it all about? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't actually write down the name of it. It's it. called the delayed reaction or something. What was it? It was <sighs> del- delving deeper. It had a D in it. The name had a D in it. I'm oh, right. More, more impressed. Oh, that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the program could be going for that length of time. It might yeah. not have a D in it though. 
You might have some other uh, letters. Jointly had their, their their own version of Ken Barlow, who'd been in every single. <laughs> yeah. God, that would ain't been impressive. Every single it? year's worth. Yeah, just a coffin. Because <laughs> it's good technically, you know. It's that kind of uh, society where there may well have been people who w- watched or listened to every single episode. Mm. Oh yeah, so, you know, a seven-decade run. That is impressive, though. Yeah. I mean, how, how long's Curra been going now? Is that going into fifty years? It's or is the sixties it? starting, yeah. So, so yeah. it's coming up to fifty or well. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's impressive. Anything close yeah. to a half century well, so yeah. of continuous output well, yeah. is not bad going. Yeah. I think the Archers has been go- Archers have been going since the fifties, haven't it? Was it odd? We mentioned who earlier on. Yeah, a very odd article on the BBC site about. The, the new outfit now the, the the pictures of the Doctor Who's outfit yeah. you know and the, the yep. certain press shots were mm. months and months back. oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. why this this uh, bit suddenly uh, come up because it's a fairly recent article and it's just loads of sort of people like from fashion magazines and style magazines and, and other things commenting yeah on it and and there's, there's one sort of particular guy who uh, I think he's, he's actually an academic so any anyone who's actually an academic but involved in in the fashion world is obviously class <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We were saying that he didn't see the point. Uh, it seems a curiously British idea to make the lead character in a primetime TV show look purposely and perversely less attractive than they actually are. What? Only mm. someone obsessed with fashion. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. and not, you know, involved in the real world could come out with yes. a statement like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I know about fashion. I watch Ugly Betty, and uh, mm. she's very good. Yeah. Esquire has given the new uh, new look the thumbs up. The editor right, of no. the uh, magazine says the cross between rookie geography teacher and Hoxton club kid works well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that last bit. <laughs> Listening to the Hoxton Finn uh, haircut. Oh, uh, God, yeah. Yeah, Andrew Groves, he's the guy. Director of fashion at mm. the University of Westminster. Yeah. Mm. Turd. He says, I can't think of anyone that would look at this image and then decide that they would want to stick it up on their bedroom wall. Well, he's obviously not a Doctor Who fan. No, then. that's no. it, yeah. Uh, it's... Yeah, you, 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 you wouldn't randomly just stick pictures of like Tom Baker on your wall unless you really like Doctor Who. Mm. Um, yeah, look at John Pertwee and think, oh my god, he's attractive. <laughs> Slap him up on the wall. Yeah. I don't want to be looking at a bit of that when I wake up in the morning. Hey, hey Joe. Yeah, you had you had him stuck to the ceiling over your pillow, didn't you? <laughs> I got a call in your face, Tom. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, huge article. I recommend. Uh, reading it just <laughs> just for the yeah. amount of, of mileage they managed to yeah. get out of it mm. it is amazing i mean it, 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 the f- well, i mean it's quite nice that doctor who will, will still gets this kind of uh, attention yeah from the world that the new costume will still be but the problem is you forget about the costume after a while well i like david Tennant's because he had the big coat and the big big hero coat big uh, coat and the suit yeah mm. that looked good and uh, it was definite look that that's it well, interchangeable as well i mean he had about mm. two two or three different yeah suits. so mm. it's fine and uh, every doctor's had their own little thing. And poor, poor. I mean, I still say poor Colin Baker. I mean, just poor. Fucker. Yes, that was a bit unfortunate, wasn't it? Lovely doctor, uh, crap costume. Yeah. But the fact is, he still managed to act his way through that costume, and that was <coughs> worth mm. worth you know a knighthood. One of the oddest <laughs> things, actually, in this was that someone says what one of these sort of experts mm. says. Oh yes, I think there's a touch of um, the uh, Sylvester McCoy um, outfit in in his shirt. <laughs> Considering that Sebastian McCoy's doctor, for the most part, had a pullover yeah. over his shirt. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. gauging that on just, just a little bit of collar. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Oh, my. Perhaps to start putting the question marks on the collars again. Oh, <laughs> bad idea. Uh, <laughs> old J&T. He's in his 
costume That's it. <laughs> obsession. It's still, it's still vilified, but still kept it running for all those years. So yeah. go on, you James. You yeah. pissed old queen. <laughs> <laughs> he asked Mr. Brooke detects a throwback to Seventh Doctor, played by Sylvester McCoy, who sported a similar shirt. <laughs> How? But but then wore things over the top of yeah. it. Yeah, there's only been one picture so far. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's a lot of speculation. So it's it's almost almost sort of paleontological, isn't it? Where you get one one very small it, yeah. bit of uh, information, a tiny little bone, and yeah. they're extrapolating from it. Oh, it's, it's like that fucking that walking with dinosaurs, which always made me laugh. That kind of, uh, and then the uh, Tyrannosaurus yeah. Rex will have then walked down to this stream, mated with a frog. And then gone over here and, and bought a bag of chips. And then a bit of a sit down. Sit down, yeah. Uh, Talk to his friend, whose name was Brian. We know that from the fossil record. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a DNA record of names, <laughs> which we still have. Dinosaur today. names. <laughs> name to me, just uh, if you can, off the top of your head, right? Yeah. yeah. Think John Pertwee's doctor. Yeah. Yes. Right. Give me an article of clothing. Frilly shirt. Velvet jacket. Velvet jacket. Frilly shirt. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, bow tie. Yeah, bow tie. See, mm. fans fondly remember John Pertwee's bow tie. Yeah. It says there. <laughs> that was the third one we got to. <laughs> Famous for his fucking bow ties, he was. <laughs> it's like saying Tom Baker's costume was famous for its shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved it with all those shoes. Oh, yeah. Occasionally used to get glimpse of them in. Yeah. Apart from when they couldn't shoot the studio floor because it was all shiny and white wherever they went. Actually, that's uh, not true. I'll, I'll take that back. But I said he did have quite nice boots, didn't he, uh, Tom Baker, on his costume? I think. Yeah. Final season. Yeah. 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 June Hudson. Mm. <laughs> God, what well, a costume design. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, yes. God. I, I'm, I must say that, that Tom was the only one who spotted the, uh, the design for Michael Legg's show's poster as we walked into the... Uh, Ah, uh, yeah, well, I died. <laughs> yeah. I knew, but only because he'd mentioned it in his uh, blog. Right, I, I wasn't uh, clever or sad enough to have no, spotted no, it I, independently. I, I but <clears throat> I, I heart my sadness yeah. <laughs> when it comes to who. Target number yeah, one. My, my girlfriend absolutely loves me watching all episodes of Poirot with her and saying he was in who. <laughs> yeah, and then telling her the, what Aww. year it was and what the episode was called. <laughs> in, a, in a sort of strange bit of fact being stranger than fiction mm. as we sort of hurtle towards the end because mm. we've been going quite a while yeah there's this uh, meerkat chap who I'm vaguely aware of so right, I did yeah. catch the old advert oh yeah when I'm watching yeah. Dave yeah uh, is, is going to be getting a show a chat show oh that's well, I believe be this is going to be on radio yeah. Yeah. Oh. so you can see them actually saving themselves quite a bit of cost lazy <laughs> lazy fuckers <laughs> which will be uh, syndicated I want, I want them to animate it all though still <laughs> <laughs> Just not just play it in the studio <laughs> yeah. with a microphone yeah. in front of it. That's it yeah, just play the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, I, think they, sound I think at the very least, if they don't do that, they should have the man doing the voice in a big meerkat costume. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to hear how much he's sweating. And I want Brian Blessed to do it as well. Just instead of the other bloke. Simples. <laughs> 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 I don't know how this is going to be. I mean, Daniel Craig is going to be up for this on the first. Oh, first that'll be good. Yeah. Like so this will, be, uh, this will be podcasted as well. Ah. But uh, where do you separate the ad from, from then the character that, that, that this has now become? Mm. Yeah, it, it, I, mean, that, I, I always wanted to see it. It could have quite happily become a, a children's cartoon. You know? Yes. 
and uh, I think probably should do one day because it, yeah. It, well, all, all children's cartoons were adverts anyway. Yeah. They were just previously all <laughs> adverts it, yeah. for toys. And they, they still are. I mean, yeah. uh, let's face it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd quite like to see a, a, an ongoing show uh, with that character because it's, it's actually, as I say, as I've said before, me, I'm quite cynical about adverts, and you know, um, but they, these have actually entertained me. Mm. Unusual. Well, I, I do notice you are currently just sitting there wearing nothing but your Alexander the Meerkat pants. I am? Yeah. Simples. <laughs> do they say that when you press the front? Yeah. <laughs> so that, you, you really are glad, listeners, that you don't see that. <laughs> that wasn't actually the not noise <clears throat> making. It's not working. That was actually my penis squeaking. Yeah. Nasty. Big. Got a bit of air in there. Have to uh, sort of purge that later on. Yeah. Probably, probably <laughs> sort of you got your pump. Yeah, you pump you used to get the air out of it. Vacuum pump. Yes. So we'll use that. Make it look bigger. Yeah. Better. I thought I'd stand in some sort of trompe-l'oeil uh, room, which uh, has forced perspective in it. What, just just going if you stand sideways and the yeah. forced perspective makes it look <laughs> bigger Massive, as it goes yeah. across the room? Yeah, that. It's entire cityscape yeah. behind it. Yeah, like, the room. Like, people don't realise that at the point you're standing, the room's only actually three inches wide. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, put a, I'll put a little uh, Godzilla end on it. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that it's sort of touching the wall and then bending yeah. up a bit. That's so, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's what I do. Yeah. That's, that's very good. That's my fun. Does a story about a primary school that's uh, banned coloured wristbands? You know, these sort of. Charity band about band. Yeah. time too. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, no, I guess of the reason. <laughs> um, the, the kids have been walking around with these rubber bands, calling them shag bands. Oh, really? And apparently, <laughs> different each different colour is meant to be a different sexual act. Oh. Right. <laughs> I assume in age ten, oh. you've then got to pretend that you've done. Oh, nasty. And uh, and so one one of the uh, the mothers found out about this. Yeah. And went straight round to the headmaster and explained it. And so now they've been banned. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, that's really not going to stop them being obsessed with sex. No, no that's it. Just, no. That's, that's it now. Until they're 18, they're not going to think about it again because you've managed to ban their Jesus. little wristbands, you yeah. stupid woman. I remember when I was 11, I was just like one big rampant... Any, any sort of mention of uh, you know any sort of sex, and I was off. Oh, yeah. Off in, off so has it got like a little chart in there saying what the different colours are? Sadly not. Uh-huh. Is it like the old hanky code? Yeah, I think it will. Yeah, yeah. it must be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sadly, sadly not. We're just doing on on a nice happy note. All right. Yeah. Okay. The uh, the thousands of Brits that have gone over to uh, to Munich's uh, Oktoberfest or will be going this year uh, are now going to be protected yeah. by road signs. The police are going to be putting road signs in various places saying "Beware of drunks." <laughs> Thankfully, not <laughs> "Beware of British drunks." Yeah. Just <laughs> be aware that they're drunks. That's on. nice. Because uh, there's been a spate of smashes between what it claims are drivers and pie-eyed pedestrians. Mm. Pie-eyed's <laughs> a lovely phrase. <laughs> <laughs> police also says they are almost uniformly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what he means by that. No, no. If it was like, They're all drunk to exactly the same level <laughs> yeah. of drunkenness. Yeah. You don't mean like, Achtung, Pist. But, uh, yeah, and at least at least pissed up Brits in Germany <laughs> are going to be marginally safer. Oh, that's nice. Right. Pissed up Brits in Germany, that sounds like a Channel 5 documentary. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to go and buy 1945 all over again. <laughs> right. Well, I've had fun. Oh. I have, yes. yeah. It's, it's been, been a nice one. An orgasmic. It's, it's probably just about time to say goodbye. Is okay. it? Bye. Bye. That was a Gentleman's Review podcast presented by Andrew Wilson. 
Martin Wolfenberg, Tom Stringfellow. It was produced by the legs of Lady Macbeth. For more information about this podcast, go to www.thegentlemansreview.com.